Hey there, Piss Freaks. This is Tom Takar here. Thanks for listening to the show. Before we get started, I want to tell you about our buddy John Bilancini and Brandon Reams podcast, 1994. 1994 is a pop culture nostalgia podcast. The first and third Friday of each month, Brooklyn comedians Brandon Reams, John Bilancini, and sound engineer Amy Bilancini welcome a comedian to discuss the TV, music, movies, and more from 1994. 1994 is available on iTunes, Google Play, and Podomatic and can be found on Facebook and Twitter at 1994podcast. Check that show out. Uh, you heard John on our show. Um, he's a great time. And you can check out Brandon's other podcast, The Nostalgic Front, uh, also on Podomatic and iTunes. Check those boys out and, uh, and Amy. They're a great time. You're going to enjoy it. And without further ado, enjoy the show. Welcome to another episode of Stand By Your Band, the podcast where comedians come on to defend music that they like that other people make fun of them for liking. What's up with that shit? People guilting people about their taste. Tommy, are you, I, are you fired up about this? I think, it, I think it's reprehensible. That's what I think. And I, uh, I'm in tears today. <laughs> <laughs> you are crying. I am Why crying. are you sobbing? <laughs> people just won't leave us alone. <laughs> We pick the bands we want to talk about. Every fucking time. We, <laughs> dude, you know what's funny? We didn't even get that many today of people like, I can't even believe you're doing this. But I was still mad as if we did get them. <laughs> All day in my head, I've been fighting with people who don't even exist. <laughs> uh, just like every other day, I am Tom Takar, of course. I am joined by the Prince of Snarkness, uh, the Piss of Snarkness, uh, Tommy McNamara. It's lovely to be here. It's good to have you back. In the studio, which is our home. Yep. <laughs> I've missed you so. If I haven't been in the studio in a while, uh, that's cause for concern. <laughs> if Tommy's out of the studio for more than 72 hours, I call the police. Yeah. Yeah. And we are joined by uh, another man who's staying in our home, Tyler Stodgrass. Oh, hello. We should say that thing that you heard before the like before the intro of the podcast, that blah, 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 blah thing, was uh, Alex Lifeson of the band Rush giving uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame acceptance speech. (laughs) And we only played about, I'm going to say, a quarter of it. It's a full two minutes and 40 seconds of him doing that. Yeah. And uh, the crowd is really into it. They love it. So if you think we're (laughs) self-indulgent by doing this podcast, some people are like, that's what this whole show is. It sounds like uh, background noise to people, blah, blah, blah. I'm impressed that any person listening is still listening after that's the opening. We honestly played that because that's about how boring Rush is as a band, <laughs> hey, so that's what what, it is cool out. that uh, Alex Lifeson is Charlie Brown's dad. 
dad. <laughs> I think that's pretty cool. He yeah. actually, that's how he got famous was Charlie came first. Oh, and then, yeah. <laughs> he was like, but I play guitar. <laughs> Tyler, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing good, man. You have any good little New York trip? Uh, Tyler's all the way in town from... Chicago, Chicago, Illinois. Ever heard of it? City of Angels. That's right. I've been having a good week. Thank you for letting me sleep on your couch. <laughs> <laughs> this Otherwise, is the only rent we require. Yeah, you got to be on this stupid fucking podcast and talk about music. Yeah. Uh, happy to do <laughs> it. Usually not very knowledgeably. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you? You got big plans tonight. You're gonna go do a couple shows. Doing a couple shows tonight, and then I fly out tomorrow night. Damn. In and out. In and out. Such is life. But you know. Feels They're like you just got here. We drank some tasty, spicy margaritas one day. Yeah, You're that gone was the next. A great. That was a great lunch. We had a, we had, went and had lunch and had spicy margaritas. Tommy, wow. how do you feel yeah. about that? I know that FOMO. <laughs> <laughs> no FOMO. Uh, uh, let's talk a bit about this band. Um, like like I said, we're talking about Rush today. Rush yeah. could fit into the. It, it's weird because this is one of those bands where people. I was worried people wouldn't hate them. I don't. I've. I have a weird relationship with them myself. That's what you so told me. So I was me, like, yeah. I am already coming in loaded on this one. Uh, <laughs> and by loaded, I mean I've had six beers. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm coming in with some uh, preconceived, you know, uh, hatred of not hatred, but I have some people in my life who love Rush, who I'm not a huge fan of. Ah. Uh, yeah. So you've got some. Uh, some preconceived anger <laughs> yeah specifically uh lead singer of smashing pumpkins billy corgan well billy corgan no he, he used to live with billy though. corgan <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i'm not a big fan <laughs> i had kind of a moan of panic today when i listened to a rush song on youtube and then youtube like automatically selected the next song to be a smashing pumpkin song i was like oh fuck are smashing pumpkins the rush of from when i was growing up <laughs> <laughs> and then i had this pick i used to love smashing pumpkins that's so <laughs> and funny. i was like oh no am i a dork <laughs> <laughs> This is one of those rare times, though, when I was reading more and more about the band, where I was like, ah, because there were moments when I liked them. There were like, there, I don't hate everything about them, and that's what's more frustrating to me about them. Yeah. Where it's like the people who really love them will act like you're the biggest fucking idiot, or like I know a lot of people who are into Rush and they're only into Rush. Like that's it's annoying. the only band they yeah. listen to, <laughs> and it's insane. I don't know how you can live like that, but yeah. they're like, well, once you've heard music. That's this technically good. <laughs> How could you love anything else again? Yeah, I would say even as a Rush fan, some of their stuff I despise. <laughs> really? There's some stuff. What about like, the trees? You like the trees? I do like the trees. Ah. Of course you do. <laughs> the trees of course is, you do. You is sick pretty fuck. lame. The instrumental part is. Can we, can we listen to the trees? Yeah, <laughs> let me pull up the trees. Um, it's just the most heavy-handed metaphor yeah. of all time. <laughs> I do remember in high school hearing it and being like, "Oh my god, he's not talking about trees at all." <laughs> I think I'm on to something. something deeper. I, I contemplated putting the trees on here, but I was like, it's going to come up. <laughs> I'm going to skip ahead. Even the intro is silly. I hate this album cover so much for Hemisphere. There is unrest in the forest. There is trouble with the trees. For the maples want more sunlight. Give to charity. <laughs> People need to help themselves. <laughs> the trouble with the maples 
know. It'll probably take a while to find it, but uh, the funniest part is in the last verse, it opens, so the maples formed a union. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, we really dropped the Demanded equal rights. It demanded equal rights. Like, oh, so we're just not even trying to. <laughs> union dues were eight fifty a week. It's like they were like, we have a message. How do we sell it? Maybe not quite a metaphor. Maybe that'll do it. <laughs> Oh, and God. the maple was named Bernie Sanders. <laughs> uh, it says this song uh, can be seen as an extremely overdramatic representation of how Canadians feel about Americans. Note the Whoa. maple leaf is at the center of the Canadian flag. Into the podcast. <laughs> That's what it says after this. <laughs> um, this is funny. Uh, American politician Rand Paul sometimes mentions uh, this song in interviews and speeches, using it as, as an example of his libertarian ideology. However, uh, Neil Peart, whose political views don't always sync with Paul's, had Russia's management send a cease and desist order uh, to Paul asking him to stop quoting the lyrics because they said that he, I believe the quote was, hates brown people and women. <laughs> So they didn't want to be associated with them. That's the thing. So this is a big thing with Rush. This is something that's always annoyed me about the people who love Rush. I feel like they're very into the uh, Ayn Rand bullshit that uh, mm-hmm. to me is I don't, I'm not a fan of the ideologies. Of, this is uh, not Liberty. stand by your Rand. I should say. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Brand Paul or Ayn Rand. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, so I was always annoyed with that. It's people who are like, well, they, people complain about, like, we shouldn't have affirmative action and all this shit, and uh, it annoys me. And so I was I was like, I'm going to find some fun quotes from Neil Peart about libertarianism. And what I found is, and people asking him point blank about Ayn Rand, and he's like, dude, I read that. 40 years ago <laughs> i'm not still into it <laughs> like i was a kid i was trying to figure out who i was uh but uh, the themes of uh i'm, I'm trying to uh, what the fuck is the name of the uh the big book that that ayn rand wrote that they atlas quoting. shrugged it's atlas not that shrugged. one fountainhead. it's uh, it's not fountainhead there's anthem. another one. anthem is the one Tyler, yeah. has your girl ever given you that fountainhead <laughs> <laughs> oh man it, it was like this i, I started pruning so much. <laughs> too much water yeah she says whites only <laughs> that fountain from the 50s quick, quick tangent we were playing there was like a we had a private uh we set up a basketball game for one of my friend's birthdays it was like super fun and there was uh a sign over the like the water fountain you weren't supposed to drink from the water fountain oh, because yeah. it was broken you're supposed to use the cooler outside and then our friend Chris, who was black, was going over to the water fountain, and Joel yells, Chris, you can't drink from that water fountain. Yeah. And then he was like, Chris, I shouldn't yell Chris that. Chris is a black man, we should <laughs> yeah, say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't yell that. <laughs> you got to let him drink from any water fountain. <laughs> if it's, even if it's broken. Yeah. Yeah. If, it's, if there's like fucking shit coming out of it, <laughs> yeah, let, let him go. Do. He'll figure it out himself. Oh, my God. <laughs> Um, This is a podcast about race. uh, (laughs) We really solved it. Um, We figured it out. Uh, Are you guys more of an oak or a maple? What's your hair? (laughs) (laughs) I'm a dogwood myself. Right? I'm a a spruce tree. (laughs) I'm one eighth spruce. I'm evergreen, like my jokes. (laughs) Damn. Damn. I'm I'm the tree of life, bitch. (laughs) Is that right? Too long and annoying to me. Man, I'm that tree from uh, Ocarina of Time. Oh, I'm dying. The old Deku tree. Yeah, 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 but I'll but I'll make Zelda. I'll I'll make uh, what's his name? Link. Link yeah, <laughs> you'll let little boys inside you. <laughs> I will make a man out of a boy. <laughs> yeah, by him entering me and then exiting a man. 
Oh boy, that was weird. <laughs> so let's get into your history with Rush. Sure. Yeah. What? What? When did you start listening to Rush? I. It's funny to me to imagine a small child being into them. <laughs> Definitely wasn't. Small. Which happened first? Did uh, you? Uh, did your hairline start receding, <laughs> or, or did you start listening to Rush? I would. I would blame my hairline on Rush, probably. <laughs> That's when it all started going downhill. <laughs> <laughs> I was 16, discovered Rush, and the rest is uh, a terrible history. <laughs> oh, man. So 16 is the age. Uh, something like that. So, yeah. like, I was, I think, well, of course, they're, like, on classic rock radio. Right. And I don't yeah. even really like some of the songs. Like, I don't, Tom Sawyer's whatever, but that's like their big song. They oh, play on classic rock you, all sir. the time. Sorry. I like Tom Sawyer. Tom Sawyer. I think it's not bad, but it's not one of my favorites. I, that's the first Rush song that I heard, and it was in the film uh, The Water Boy, I believe, yeah. uh, <laughs> starring Adam Sandler. Yeah. During a pivotal <laughs> scene in the movie, Tom Sawyer plays. I think it's during a game, and I was like, hell yeah. Oh, Water Boy's the one where the woman falls in love with the fish monster. That's right. That right? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> he's a he's not an ugly fish alien monster. He's a water he's a boy. <laughs> the Medulla Oblongata. That's the only thing I remember from that movie now. Oh, I showed that movie to my girlfriend cuz I forgot how offensive it is. And she was like, they're making fun of handicapped people. I can't watch this anymore. Are they? Oh, yeah, that's the I whole I don't point. think I could watch him do that voice for that long. Yeah. Again. I forgot I that he like, has a stutter and shit in that. I, in yeah. my head, it was just a movie about like a southern guy. I forgot that it's like he's yeah. mentally The off. 90s were real yeah. different. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. can do it. <laughs> and then you got Rob Schneider playing any race he feels like. <laughs> True. This is yeah. where they called that movie Funny Radio. <laughs> <laughs> You didn't think radio was funny? <laughs> I thought it was a laugh riot. <laughs> that and I Am Sam, the comedies of the year. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, this is so crazy <laughs> that we're talking about the, the water boy. boy. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. you didn't get into Tom Sawyer like right. a smart man would. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hate to read. Um, so... <laughs> But I started. I got into metal when I was like Ooh. thirteen or fourteen. I was a big metalhead. Yeah. Uh, and then, does your girl ever give you that metalhead? <laughs> <laughs> oh Shreds my, my shit up, man. Damn. <laughs> God damn it! I did one of those to somebody today. Somebody said, "Oh, I think somebody said they had a big head." And I was like, "I like when your girl yeah. gives you that big head." And they did not like it. Yeah. <laughs> Too much room. Um, yeah. So I was like a me- metalhead. I started playing guitar when I was like real young, but then uh, getting really into it after I found like Metallica and Megadeth and like music that I can't really listen to as easily uh, yeah, yeah, anymore. Yeah. But I was like studying like st- quote unquote studying metal, like trying to play all these metal songs. So my interest in music was very academic mm-hmm. and nerdy. So then this I is found typical rush. Shit. Yeah. So I found <laughs> did rush you get into tool. Did you ever get into like, I did get into math, tool. like real math rock. Like, yeah, Not, I never learned that much. Cause I felt like that was like more of a bass kind of yeah, band. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I did like Tool. For sure. Like, especially like a senior year, I kind of got into them and stuff. I remember, yeah, jamming out to Sober and just being like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> they played all those crazy time signatures and I-, I loved it. I was like, this is so smart. <laughs> like, As someone who was trying to drum in high school, though, I would get so frustrated like yeah. listening to songs of those time signatures just knowing I couldn't fucking do it. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, Dang. it's got to be easier when you're not a drummer to play in those time signatures. Because I remember oh, learning sure, yeah. of it. It's just like, oh, I can just muscle memory this and yeah, count it. Yeah, yeah. But 
It's really funny. I feel like I'm very condescending about math rock, have being able to not play any instruments at all. <laughs> or do math. <laughs> yeah, 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 I don't I'm math illiterate or whatever. Yeah. Uh, ask me two plus two. Two, what's two plus two? Four. I figure you stupid piece of shit. I set you up. Got him. I uh, got him. I'm anyway, got him. Lee. <laughs> <laughs> got he Lee. I guess. Yeah, mm-hmm. something's there. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, yeah. So you were into it from that. Um, yeah. So I was just like learning them because I was like, I'll be so good at guitar if I can yeah. even play it. And then it kind of stuck. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. I feel like a lot of my friends who were into them are like, it's funny because my stepdad was super into Rush when I was a kid. Oh, there But it he's is. very okay. stupid. <laughs> <laughs> he's like a dumb fuck. And he would be like, yeah. He literally told me this, and I told it to other people. He goes, you know why it's called Rush? They're called Rush. And I was like, why? And he goes, because they're from Russia. And he really thought <laughs> he that? He really thought that. No. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's so funny. And uh, it's true. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, those Canadian boys are from Russia. <laughs> Canada's just a suburb of Russia. That I've is heard. true. You can see it from, you can see Russia from Canada. Why That's not? That's true, yeah. Um, yeah, and then, uh, but I, he can't play any instruments. He's just a dumbass who probably <laughs> heard that they were cool or something. He's, yeah. what a fucking idiot. Anyway, let's get back to Stand By Your Stepdad. <laughs> um, yeah, I had a roommate in college who was very funny, but maybe the worst quality about him is he would, at oh, the no. end of parties, he would make us listen, watch Rush music videos on YouTube. Wow. And it was infuriating, but he was a good bass player and he would be okay. like, listen to how good this bass is and i was right. like well i can't argue with you about that but mm. yeah. i've always said this of rush it's it, like if robots were good at music <laughs> like it, it's like they don't have any soul or anything but it's technically it is music mm. i don't know yeah it's not for it, i would say i would say they do have some soul and that's what i'm here to prove today <laughs> Damn. see this is the spirit we need yeah, not like Spirit Airlines. Boo. I flew that on Boo. Friday. Is that right? Yeah. How was oh, it? Oh, man. $34. Is it, is it, can anyone be, I'm just doing beer. But. <laughs> I was like, that's the same as that happened to me. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't know that you didn't get a free drink. No, you that get nothing for free. Yeah, you got to pay three bucks. Like you want a Diet Coke, $3. Yeah, $3. Wow. Isn't that, that, was, that I'd was rather spend 150 on an American flight and get that free soda. That's true. How much <laughs> <you get laughs> to, in my head, I'm like, I'm going to drink that much of free stuff. And I mean, those peanuts <laughs> worth 60 bucks. <laughs> Easily, yeah, yeah, yeah. How much was your bag? I didn't bring one. I literally, oh, I wore, go. I wore the, I so I flew in on Saturday and I was going to a wedding Saturday afternoon. And I just wore my suit onto the plane, <laughs> like, so I wouldn't 50s. have to have a carry on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the if wow. you, people always like the people who get maddest about spirit are people who don't realize that you have to pay for bags at the yeah. airport if you fuck up, yeah. and it's really expensive. But as long as you read the thing, I mean, there's so much rhetoric going around, you know? you got to know what's going on by gotta now. you got to Google it, you know? Yeah, and so I like I heard that they sucked, and so I Googled their policy, and I was like, oh, I'll just take one backpack with me and yeah. jam it full of shit, and they mm-hmm. don't charge you for that. This is how you get around this stuff, guys. But the problem with Welcome Spirit back to is- Todd Barry's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm not telling you to sign up for mileage. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you... Um, damn it, what was I going to say? If you just wear your clothes. But the only problem with Spirit, I don't want to give them a full endorsement because if they cancel your flight, they kind of fuck you on it. Yeah. I was worried that was going to happen. Yeah, I've heard that story. That happened to our friends, the Maupins. That yep. was a real scary story. Anyway, um, Tommy, what's your background with Rush? I... Uh... 
I'm going to say a statement Rush fans are going to love. I like Geddy Lee's voice because it reminds me of Gwen Stefani's voice from the Tragic Kingdom era of No Doubt. Wow. <laughs> and I know a, that... They're going to love that. A, <laughs> I know. That's a take that maybe no one else has. That is so funny. I don't... I kind of want to hear a side-by-side of this. Let's do it. All right, so... Play any song from, from Tragic, Tragic Kingdom. Kingdom? Uh, let, right. me, let me find the best one. Because I... Do, I there, there is one that sounds like Tom Sawyer, yeah. and that's what I'm thinking of it. And we'll okay. It. Uh, I'm looking it up now. No doubt, Tragic Kingdom. Because I don't know if I hear this, and I, I also, I actually do like Getty Lee's voice. I like Getty Lee. I think he's a nice. He seems like a nice man. It's really only yeah. Neil Peart that has a lot of. Getty Lee's also a regular Hollow Bat girl. Some would say. Is that right? That's is that true? Totally true. <laughs> That's B A N A N I S. If you ask me. Uh, should I try Spider Webs? It's not that. It's is uh, it the climb. It might be the climb. Let's try the climb. Let's see if it's. Sparks any? Fuck! I really screwed up here. I should have just played Tom Sawyer. to see if anybody else has said this. Yeah, and I might just be a crazy person. <laughs> yeah, I'm not hearing it here. There's I mean, something she goes, about... they, he has like a higher thing going on. She has like a more masculine voice. The way they kind of reach for notes, I find some. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah like, ah, ah, like yeah. that kind of thing. I want you to meet uh, Gwen Stefani and be like, hey, do you need a taller man to reach those notes for you? <laughs> <laughs> but um, I always will think of them as they're the type of classic rock. When I worked in a restaurant, mm-hmm. I feel like Rush is like, it's a band you listen to while you're working at a restaurant because sure. they come on the classic rock radio. Yeah. And like, I never hated it. I always liked the Rush songs I heard. Yeah. And uh, I just never like sought them out on my own, really. Uh huh. Um, and I definitely did like fall into that trap of thinking that Neil Peart was incredible just because of how many drums he had. That's <laughs> Which is like so silly in retrospect. You see a picture. Yeah. <laughs> he like, is wow. a talented drummer, but I go, I went the other way where I was like, "That's too many fucking drums, man." That's like. <laughs> I, I don't know. That's like if you go to, if like a guy had like too many, he's like buying Magnum condoms like in front of people, like <laughs> yeah, he's trying yeah, to yeah. show off or something, <laughs> you know? I would, it is like if you thought Neil Brennan was the best comedian. <laughs> 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 Look at all those mics. <laughs> uh, how can he have that many mics if he's not the best? They don't just give you microphones however many you want. Uh, I still want to make 21 mics <laughs> where I do 21 different things. <laughs> this is my uh, microphone for. Things that happened at the bank. Yeah. <laughs> the last one has to be you sing a parody of Green Day's 21 Guns <laughs> called Ooh. 21 Mikes. Yeah. And that's how you close. I'll help you write it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be good. This is my one-man show. Man, I bet he would be pissed off if I actually did this. <laughs> uh, I don't want to do it. Um, yeah, I feel like I just got a bad taste in my mouth from them of, because of all this. But I will say one thing that I... Uh, that I can't deny is I did like some of the music. I always liked, uh, what is it, Limelight? Limelight's good. Yeah, I love that. Cool. I remember liking Red Barchetta, and then I went back and listened to it before this, and I wasn't as into it. You know what's so weird is I had the same experience. Really? I remember liking that song when it's on the radio, but when I was putting the playlist together, I listened to it, and I was like, 
Eh, it's it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. It didn't stick out to me the way it used to. It doesn't you have put, a hook, really. Yeah, that's the problem. That's it. Uh, it doesn't really have anything to keep. And you know, yeah. the hook is the the hook is that it's a car in a time when cars are outlawed. <laughs> <laughs> Which what a story! <laughs> it's like a Kilgore Trout. Oh, yeah. get ref. Love a good Vonnie ref. Indiana man. I've heard of Vonnie uh, there, but Vonnie ref. <laughs> Hold for <laughs> Um Let's listen really quickly to. Oh wait, I thought you put limelight on here. I wait, did. I'm looking yeah. at the Tom Waits. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to hear okay, it. that you put all Tom Waits songs on here. You're such a fucking. Oh, Russian. the woes are light <laughs> <laughs> That's good. My my throat hurt so bad after our last recording, and I was like, "Why is my throat hurt?" Oh, I did a Tom Waits impression for two hours. I was trying to at least, even though mine's horrible. Live with my phone. Uh, <laughs> I have to try and do Armstrong, it. Strong. <laughs> All right. Let's see here. Do you know what Alex Lifeson's real name is? Oh, he has a crazy last name. It Alex is... Lifehouse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he is hanging by a moment. <laughs> it is Alexander Zivoginovich. Oh, it's funny. I read that name without even putting. I didn't realize. Which they sounds were Russian. Him. Yeah. Which oh. means that team you're stuck in. Oh, man. I'm officially team Brad. <laughs> Wait, did you you did put Tom Sawyer on here? No, we were talking about Limelight. Oh, I thought I was looking at your Rush playlist. No, th- I looked at it's recently played artist. My bad. Oh, okay. Top six Rush. Here we yeah. go. So let's listen to Limelight really quickly, and then we'll go to Jared's voicemail. Drums come at the right time. I didn't know until today that Neil wrote the lyrics. Or most of them. He's the primary lyricist. I didn't know that either. Yeah, I thought... Yeah, my mic's on, right? Uh, I definitely thought that it was Getty doing all... Like, a lot of the heavy It seems like a weird trick. Like, he's some sort of puppet and puppet master. (laughs) (laughs) I think that Getty used to write the lyrics, and then uh, part of the reason... Because Neil wasn't their first drummer... They brought right. him on after the first album, and they're like, "Oh, this guy reads a lot. Maybe we'll just make him write the lyrics." Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, the first drummer, uh, Mister One Drum. <laughs> <laughs> it was only a little snare. drummer boy. We need more drums. That's a British accent or a, a Canadian <laughs> accent to me. So I've been uh, desperately searching online to see if anyone else in the world thinks that Gwen Stefani and Getty Lee sound like. I found one tweet Whoa. from 2013. Of a woman named Jess Felipe, who said that they're voice doppelgangers. Zero retweets, zero likes. You better retweet I'm that. retweeting it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Jess, you're in for a treat. <laughs> She's like, I was about listener. to kill myself <laughs> because my tweet didn't get anything. Wait, wait, what year is that from? 
It's March 8th, 2013. <laughs> Five years ago. <laughs> one person had this thought. <laughs> I think this ends with me and Jess getting married. Nice. <laughs> Bye, Marsha. <laughs> Hope you're the old drummer. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was Limelight, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like that song. And apparently, um, Limelight uh, means the center of attention. Oh, look at that. Uh, drummer and lyricist Neil Peart says, uh, success puts a strain on the friendship, and it puts the strains on your day-to-day relationship, and it's something that we did go through. You know, we're not immune to it, but we were able to overcome it through our closeness, and we were able to help each other with difficulties like that, and then we could deal with the, pr- the pressures and things in that. That's what the quote says. Wow. Uh, it's, it's weird that they, I mean, it's pretty impressive that they've stayed, they seem to have like a sense of humor amongst each other and yeah. like they seem to be fine with each other's company. And Neil Peart's like a shy dude. Uh, and then the other two kind of take on like being front. Why do you think he has so many drums? He's hiding. He's hiding. Yeah, he's <laughs> hiding behind fort. all those drums. He's trying. Uh, someday he's hoping no one can see him behind there. It's true. He just peek out and then they'll all cheer. They'll <laughs> <get> back down. <laughs> uh, let's see. Alex Lifeson says we were very, very careful not to let it get the best of us. That sudden success can really change you, and you become lazy and constantly have other people doing things for you, like Tommy McNamara, what and the you hell? lose perspective. <laughs> <laughs> why you're there and really what you're doing yeah he really had a lot of perspective back then <laughs> uh before i forget we should listen to <laughs> we should listen i just got tagged in your uh or stay my bed in your stupid tweet <laughs> stupid tweet. oh my bad <laughs> the guy from cash cab just followed me i don't think it's very stupid oh shit New cash cab or old cash cab? My friend Ben. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's listen to Jared Thompson's uh, voicemail. Jared is the owner of the beautiful comedy attic in Bloomington, Indiana, where they have a new sign. Ooh, um, I saw that picture. It looks great. Really incredible yeah. looking. Um, he gives his thoughts on the bands. Oh, by the way, we'll be in Bloomington for the Limestone Very Comedy soon. Festival. Uh, the first, uh, the last weekend of May, first weekend of June. Friday? Yes, June that Friday first? during the day at the Buskirk Chumley Theater. It's going to be super fun. Get tickets to Limestone Chumley Fest. Chumley from, from Pond Stars will be there. That is true. He's the guest. He's defending uh, some CDs that he He's somebody brought a white in. white nationalist band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we're into it. All right. Here is Jer Bear. What's up, y'all? It's this week's they went to Jared. The boys are going to have a guest on defending Rush. Um, you know... Even if I didn't care about Rush, uh, the ponytail and trench coat mafia would never allow us to not know about Rush. God forbid. We just don't like it. But people just won't shut the fuck up about them, and it's just like, you know, they're fine. Uh, I look at Rush self-titled from, I think it's 74, as a fairly elite rock and roll album of the first half of the 70s. I mean, I just, I think it's great. And then, much like Aerosmith, where, in this case, Geddy Lee's, like, balls drop or whatever happened to him, his voice, it's just, it's, it's, I'm embarrassed when I hear the way he sings. And it just makes it really hard for me to try to listen to their music. And then you throw on top of that where it's like they're trying to do math with their instruments or whatever. And it's just like, yeah, they're good. I mean, no one's going to say that they're not good. I mean, there's, 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 there's something about them that is good, of course, but it's like, 
you know, you hear these, like, the, the ponytail trench coat people are like, oh, it's so technical and they're so good at what they do and, like, just see what they... And it's like, you just have to be, like, good at your instrument. You don't need to fucking know every little stupid thing about it. Like, just play good music and that's the end of it. Like, why do you care if, like, Steve Vai can, like, set his guitar on fire while he's playing? Like, just play good songs and shut up about it. That's my, that's my, uh, take on rush. Um, just too much about them. Just leave me alone. (laughs) And this is Jared's, uh, take on comedians going after Trump. Do your jokes. (laughs) (laughs) And shut up. (laughs) Just because Michelle Wolf can light the stage on fire. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Jared. Trench coat Uh, mafia. It was an interesting choice of that words, is. seeing wow. as that was the a... group they were suspected. They were misnamed uh, the Columbine Killers. Yeah. <laughs> they thought they were part of the Trenchcoat Mafia, which was a group of kids at their school that they actually weren't part of. Oh. Mm-hmm. But those kids, maybe they liked Rush. That's maybe Jared knows be. more than we do. Uh, see, he's, he was in with them. <laughs> he was in with that crew. Um, I, I Some of the stuff we talked about, the math rock stuff. Um, yeah, we probably have talked about Columbine on this podcast since Nate Fridson, episode three yeah Marilyn man, Manson. check while. that out yeah. uh check that episode out it's early on Marilyn Manson scared me but um, <laughs> st- that episode still haunts me to this day um anyway <laughs> uh I do want to point out we are talking about the band Rush Tommy thought we were defending Rush Limbaugh and, uh, <laughs> and his beliefs which Tommy stands firmly behind um, I did we play should... Rush Limbaugh on a show once. Is, wait, what's it? We did? No, I did. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, it was for a Kyle Ayers Oh, I think you've been on our show. I see. He was like, you got to be Rush Limbaugh on this show. And then I like wore a suit. And then he was like, oh, I had to cut the line. I was like, okay. <laughs> like, I bought a suit. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I wore it on a plane and everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why I flew to Chicago. Yeah. I flew flew from LaGuardia to JFK for that. (laughs) It is the best way to get. That's how fucking Friday traffic. (laughs) Oh my god! Our friends took a our buddies. uh, You know them. They're Chicago comedians. They're very funny. No, No. they took a fucking ferry to, which is actually. It's not stupid, except for they went the wrong direction on the ferry. Uh-huh. So two, two, two times since they moved here, I've supposed to have been seeing a movie with one person from that apartment. Okay. One time, Charlie went to get on the ferry, uh-huh. got on the wrong ferry, missed the movie. The next time, Mike got on the wrong ferry and missed the movie. And I was like, you guys can't go on these fucking ferries. <laughs> not allowed. Any more boats. I'm telling you, they're going to get on fucking JFK, fly to Newark, go over to LaGuardia. Like, actually, it was a little bit faster than on Google Maps. Uh, let's go to Facebook. We had some good comments today. Cool. Let's read that Sean Flannery line. Yeah, that's the one I was looking the for. The only good comment we've ever gotten. <laughs> So prove us wrong, people. (laughs) If you have a better comment for our Facebook thread, then how dare you even consider that someone needs to defend this band, (laughs) Aqua. (laughs) (laughs) If I can say real quick in regards to Jared's voicemail, um, other than the trench coat ponytail... Physical stereotype. Tyler wishes uh, he could grow a goddamn ponytail. I could grow a ponytail. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't grow bangs. 
<laughs> a handsome man. That's the only reason. Could I you grow a ponytail? You think? Yeah, I got all this hair back here. <laughs> so it's coming. <laughs> Maybe that's my next move. Jared's right. <laughs> uh, I think other than that, like physical stereotype, he's right that uh, if you encounter a, a, a too hard of a Rush fan, they won't shut up about it. He's also right that uh, they are good. You can't. <laughs> I think. That, I think that's why. Oh, like, yeah, they're great people musicians. Are, yeah, no I think that's why yeah, yeah, sometimes yeah. like nerds lock into them because they're like. It's objectively true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like and logic oh, would logic yeah. would follow that. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. There's like an autism element. Exactly. Like, yeah. No, like it's numbers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I can't say that I agree with that, but I get why some fans do that. <laughs> and you do agree with what those Columbine kids were up to. Now, uh, <laughs> uh, Sean Flannery says Rush is the flag bearer in a genre of music I personally hate. That when you say you do not like it, their fans always reply. Well, you have to play an instrument to get it. I hate musicians' bands. First of all, I don't buy it. Every rock band I've heard of got into it for fame and fortune, not to impress part-time trumpet players. Second, no other group has the audacity to make that claim. These aren't even pro musicians dismissing you. They are hobbyists. The, the office prankster wouldn't say he gets comedians at a higher level than you. I think Sean's wrong there. <laughs> uh, and then he says, I sometimes wonder if Rush only exists as a, con- as a conversational launch pad for musicians to announce what instrument they play. Hmm. Tyler, I don't think you've mentioned an instrument yet. Have you? Oh, yes, you did, did at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. I did. Well, that's Busted. How, that's how and I, so did I. <laughs> <laughs> it does make you just want to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tommy McNamara says, this is a great comment and the type of thing we are looking for. <laughs> that was a good comment, comment Tommy. <laughs> of course. I just uh, I like things that are insightful and right. start a conversation sure. instead of just being like they suck they're gay or whatever. Well, the, well, no, I like when people write that they're gay, but like the <laughs> other. <laughs> I just say when people it's people being like, "Why would you do this?" Band? It's like you weren't going to listen either way if you're commenting that. You know what yeah. I mean? The people who comment that aren't like, "Well, I was going to listen until I saw the topic." Like, right? It's yeah, such bullshit. Yeah. Uh, Will Carey says great musicians I like the Getty Lee uh, because he doesn't use bass amps and goes through the venue sound system puts rotisserie ovens clothes dryers and random stuff behind him on stage that's true what a weird reason to like them. That sounds yeah. like some Tom Waits shit. Yeah. They're very ex- their stage show is very eccentric. Like it doesn't always make sense. It's kind of like they're like, "Hey, wouldn't it be funny if we put an active uh-huh. laundry machine behind us?" They would have had a there. fun Comedy Central presents <laughs> yeah, back right? when you could make your own backdrop. It's that dry Canadian sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, senseless yeah. Canadian <laughs> sense of humor. I love this. Uh, my friend, uh, comedian out of Portland, Amanda Arnold, says, I think I might be the only woman that had seen Rush live three times. <laughs> I dated a huge fan, which I would uh, if we're wrong about this, prove us wrong, people, <laughs> that uh, I feel like it's mostly men into this. Uh, and it's if there are women there, they've been dragged there by men. Um, <laughs> and you mean literally. Yeah, literally. <laughs> like they let them out of the bag when they get there or whatever. <laughs> Uh, she said, I dated a huge fan who was also in a cake tribute band. Of now course. I feel bad about myself. Uh, then she said, I will say, if you like their music or not, they put on an amazing, visually stunning show, are uber talented musicians. They also go well with mushrooms. You had me till the end there. Ooh. You shouldn't need that for a good band. When did then this again, thread turn into a phantom thread? <laughs> Fans oh. of Phantom Thread will love that reference. <laughs> I haven't seen that film yet. Anyway, uh, my response to that is almost everything's good with mushrooms. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, 
If you want to go see Tommy McNamara live, I recommend you do it on Mushrooms. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I am doing a one-man show about Phantom Thread. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to want up those Mushrooms. <laughs> it's three hours long. Uh, Joe McMahon, our uh, hillbilly. I just saw him last night. Oh, oh Joe. hell yeah. Man, he, doing? Was, he was hosting at the Laugh Factory on a show I was doing. They let him host over there? It was on a, on a, on a 9 p.m. Sunday show on Mother's Day. They let him host. Wow. <laughs> he kept pointing at women and asking, like, are you a mom? Which I I was like, you shouldn't do that. <laughs> I love that. That's just a weird thing. But my favorite crowd work interaction he had was he points to some guy and he goes, you look like you just got done fishing. And then the guy goes, I'm going to fish you. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> it was like the, the funniest thing threat. I've ever heard. <laughs> oh, man, that's great. Uh, that's probably enough of the comments. Um, I didn't see it. There was like one other one that I did like. But, oh, let's read Joe McAdam. Uh, he wrote... Uh, that song, I Think I'm Going Bald, would be any other band's least rock and roll song, but not Rush. I also think Working Man rips, and I like them more than I should, considering they're libertarians. And then there's an argument about their libertarianism. That was uh, down here. Joe McAdam, you said? That is Joe McAdam. Another bald guy. <laughs> <laughs> Another handsome, strong, bald man. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Nate Fritzen says, when I was in high school, the band I played in, uh, opened for a band that covered Tom Sawyer. It was in 99 to 01. I, what 16 year old in 2000 comes to like rush in good faith. It's music for you to play while looking at someone suppressing a giggle and waiting for them to realize you're making fun of them. What? <laughs> I don't know. That's a, that's a hobby that only a mean man like Nate has. <laughs> hey, I gotta pick some music to laugh at this nerd about. <laughs> Concert for schmucks is I think is that movie. <laughs> uh, that's enough of Facebook. Uh, we better get to this playlist. You only have a couple minutes left to hear shit. Yeah, yeah, My bad. Sorry. Right. Rush songs are all short and sweet. <laughs> yeah. we're gonna zoom through this. I I'm know really you guys sorry. hate long songs from having <laughs> listened to the podcast, and I was real tempted to be like, well, I could put three 18 minute long songs, <laughs> <laughs> but I did not. I tried oh, to. I tried to make that? you guys happy. So this is a song called "What You're Doing." Uh, let's move on because we got to be a little quick here. Let's go to closer to the heart. I think this. I like this song. I think this is a great choice. Yeah. Also, maybe their shortest song. (laughs) That's why I said (laughs) great choice. A man after our own closer Closer to the heart. Dumbledore a little bit. He looks me. like a wizard. Yeah, <laughs> which I appreciate. They definitely have a fantasy element to uh, mm-hmm. them, you know? Definitely, yeah. I mean, they don't really write about like, 
relationships ever. Yeah. They kind of just like find something interesting. They're like, we're just gonna write about. Yeah, I don't know a science fiction novel that we won't write ourselves. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, since this was originally released, it has appeared on several other Rush albums. Oh, weird! It's mostly the live ones, oh, I think. Sure. All of their live albums it says features this. Which I don't know if that's true. Um, Alex Lifeson says this is the ultimate Rush song. Uh, this is about you know people. What else What's that? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. That's, that's, that's going to be the new Kanye West song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Wait, am I on the right? Yeah, okay. Uh, this is about people who run governments and how they should be responsible for initiating harmony among themselves, just as blue-collar workers do. And men who hold high places must be the ones to start to mold a new reality. Closer to the heart, closer to the heart. The next part talks about a blacksmith and an artist and how they forge their creativity in their art. Then we hear about the role of philosophers and plowmen in sowing a new mentality, a new way for people to view life. Finally, you can be the captain. I will draw the chart, sailing into destiny, closer to the heart. Achieving your goal is like sailing. Someone needs to guide you or be your role model. But you have to draw the charts to navigate toward your destiny. The goal is to be... Closer to the far? Oh, <laughs> you were so close. Oh, man. You lose the I'm podcast. <laughs> uh, oh, I won again. Someone, I told someone they won. Oh, shit. I have no idea. I, do I don't remember saying remember you that. won the podcast <laughs> and you being really mad about it. Was it Lisa when she picked Aqua? Maybe. That's maybe the only time I've been mad on this show <laughs> <laughs> when you gave that fucking piece of shit playlist. To the fountain There was one other one that you gave a six that I was like, I can't well, believe it's this. Well, Duto, but that was. Oh, extenu- yeah, that was different. <laughs> extenuating circumstances. You were hoping. Hoping he'd put you in a film. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's listen to the spirit of the radio, oh. which is the cheapest. <laughs> nice. Yeah, they're charging us an extra fifty dollars to play this song. Right now. <laughs> To cover my ground, I, I went into this expecting uh, you both to hate Rush. <laughs> so I went, oh, I don't hate Rush. But, uh, well, Tom was like, I got feelings. I was like, I'm going to try to win Tom over at least. So I, I put something from their first album, and then like I'm spacing it out through their career. Much like Kevin Spacey. Yes. <laughs> In all ways. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it's so, uh, so funny. So Jeremy Pettin was performing at the Laugh Factory. Yeah, fuck. I saw that. Uh, it was so funny. So Did you do a show be, with him? No, I was supposed okay. to be on the 7 p.m., but I got bumped to 9 p.m. because he was there. And I told my family that. And then my sister at uh, Mother's Day Punch, Colleen, goes, so I heard you got bumped for Kevin Spacey. Because <laughs> that's what she thought. It's so funny to picture Kevin Spacey doing the Laugh Factory. Like, After all the allegations, he's like, well, I have to do stand-up. <laughs> yeah, it's Him all that's specifically left. Is like, would be Piven, Piven had some uh, little gations there, too, didn't he? Well, that's the whole point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah that's why he's so doing it. it's still it. Yeah, weird. Yeah. Oh, that's I mean, why that's, he's doing it? I mean, I, I mean, that's not... That's what he's but, been... Yeah, re- yeah. Re- it's pretty bad that like these people's like plan F is, it my, like, <laughs> is our like plan A. <laughs> 
Uh, all right, let's see. Uh, the unusual guitar heard at the beginning of this track sounds like Alex Lifeson was using a hammer-on technique, but he was really picking the strings very quickly. Mm. Do you know that? True. I uh, don't know if I ever succeeded in playing that riff. This is why. You were yeah. trying the hammer technique. I was trying to hammer. Do you you ever, should have been uh, trying to take the hard-on <laughs> technique. Do you ever roll switch in the bedroom, have your girl put on a hammer-on? <laughs> Sounds very painful. <laughs> uh, let's see. The part where the song returns to the main riff is meant to imitate the sound of turning a radio dial. On analog dials, for a brief moment in between stations, you can catch multiple stations' uh, sounds at once. Ooh. Interesting. All right, we heard Limelight. This is Subdivisions. This is when they got sick. I did hate this one. <laughs> this is the... I just really hate the guy Fuck that dude. He's probably Pierce, you know? Jared was right. Leave me alone. I love when uh, somebody from the band is like, Yeah, remember when we did that thing? I didn't like it. It's like, Getty was real happy. He was having a good time. Though, I, can't, so. I can't wait for 20 years from now when we're talking about things we've done on this podcast. And I'm like, yeah, that is that period where we only talked about uh, what, like, only female <laughs> vocalists for two years of the podcast. That was Tommy's idea. I'm down for that. That actually sounds fun. I was trying to think of something I knew you would like, but I was like, oh, I might like that too. <laughs> Uh, let's see. This song is about how narrow-minded and judgmental people can get when they are confined to certain groups. A common occurrence in the suburbs. This is spelled out in the chorus. Subdivisions in the high school halls and the shopping malls conform or be cast out. This is exactly what I hate. This is the song I hated the most. <laughs> yeah. 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 For sure. Because when they, whenever you hear grown men talking about uh, c- conforming <laughs> in high school. Yeah, conforming. It's like, come really, on. Yeah. I mean, it's they're, like, they're like 35 at this it's point. It's like those South Park goth characters. Like It reminds <laughs> yeah. me of that so much. I can't take it seriously. So fuck that song. Let's listen to Far Cry and get you out of here. This is from their second to last album. Some would say penalty. Neither of you. This so- whole song is in 4-4 four, four time, but it's written to sound like it's in different time signatures. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, that's like the laziest way to do math rock, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sounds, sounds like they used a calculator on this one, boys. <laughs>
That was Far Cry. Uh, Rush drummer Neil Peart wrote the lyrics about how his generation started off great, concerned with peace and love, but at the end, they ended far off. It's a far cry from the world we thought we'd inherit. It also talks about the homeless and dependency on electronics. (laughs) What? Oh, boy. Yeah, All old right. Neil. Okay, old man. Yeah, I'll tell you. <laughs> Get back is, on your motorcycle. and <laughs> We really inherited something good. And these youths are turning it all to yeah. shit. And the maple trees are homeless. <laughs> <laughs> Where is their cell phone? <laughs> <laughs> that, you threw in closer to the heart there. <laughs> And where is their cell phone? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get it. It's a good mashup. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no one cares. I don't Apple care. <laughs> Damn. Whoa. Oh man, that's the playlist. Um, I'm I'm having a tough time with the rating of this one, man. Because you know I love you, Subdivisions is clearly the best. <laughs> so we know that's a. That's definitely not getting anything from either. Yeah, but. subdivisions. I <laughs> yeah. really hated. I liked Limelight. Uh, I, I've always liked Limelight for whatever reason. Uh, maybe it's because you know we're struggling with that Limelight. This you podcast is too. It's too big. We can't even walk down the street. Uh, let's see what you're doing. We could take it or leave it. Um, closer to the heart. I enjoy Spirit of the Radio. It's fine. And then. Uh, and then uh, Far Cry. It's just the cynicism is not for me of this of this Neil Peart fella. Um, <laughs> and I don't even dislike. It's not like I hate him. I just think he's a, a little crotchety. Eh, You're not wrong. I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it a three point five. But I'll I'll let you go ahead and go, Tommy. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna. Well, first of all, let me just say what you're doing. Being a great guest. Oh my god! Quit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna You're go closer to my heart. Three point seven five was what I'd settled okay. on before, even before you'd say yours. So pretty nice. similar. I uh, I just like. I mean, with the classic rock bands, I feel like I always end up liking the ones I've already heard and not yeah. caring about the ones I haven't. You know what I mean? Like that's just how it always kind of ends up. Like I, uh-huh. love, I already love Limelight and Closer to the Heart. And Spirit of the Radio. And then the other ones, like I didn't think they were bad songs, but yeah. well, I thought Subdivisions was a bad song. <laughs> uh, <laughs> For me, it's I. The, we've heard stuff on here that uh, classic stuff that I was like, oh, I didn't realize I liked this. Like there was some mm. Steely Dan shit that I was into. I guess that's true. I mean, I know that's not the same. But that was like, also for for me at least was like it was more just realizing like I actually had heard those songs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so three point seven five, but. But. Because it is my year of banana pudding. <laughs> it was once the year of generosity. Now it reduced. remains three seventy five. I remember. <laughs> I remember uh, we're we're a far cry off the beginning of this year. <laughs> I remember when we were about generosity, and now we're about banana pie. Is that banana pudding. pudding. That's Jesus. right. Banana pudding. I keep fucking up. You got to try it Thursday. Come with me. Two dollars. All right. I might be down for that. And, Martha's uh, Country Bakery in Williamsburg. I, I will be leaving mine at three point five because it is Tommy's year of banana pie. <laughs> Pudding! <laughs> Throw a pie in your fucking face. That's what Clown. I've been asking for. <laughs> it is my year of uh, banana of Jello pudding. I think I decided that was it. Yeah, that yeah. was it. Uh, Three point five Jello pudding. And finally, and yeah, what do you give this playlist, there, Snotty? So I I, I uh, experimented a little bit. If I was making a playlist for me, I would have also left off subdivisions. <laughs> Interesting. I like it fine, but uh, the synth era is not my favorite. It seems like you put it on there just to punish all of us. Then. 
<laughs> Isn't Twenty One Twelve like one of their biggest albums? Yeah, because I know she didn't have a lot of people are saying on. that one's like yeah. a well, perfect the, album. So the, the song Twenty One Twelve is like sixteen minutes long. Oh shit! It's the entire A side of the album. Oh wow! So it is like one of their biggest songs. It's, it's kind it's of the like, one that saved their career. Interesting. Before like Tom Sawyer and all that came out. Uh, but it is you would have hated well, it. Well, especially for the podcast, yeah. You can't like hope you land on a good part. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here's twenty seconds of yeah. a sixteen minutes song. I mean, if the I first two one minutes are probably lick. the best part, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh I'll give it a five point five. Wow. All right. Interesting. Okay. Because Still pretty I'm, good. I'm going in with some self awareness. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, thanks so much for coming on. Where can people find you? Um you can find me on Twitter at Tyler Snod. And then uh, I run a uh, live show and podcast called We Still Like You. Ooh, great time. Um, Ooh, which is uh, on iTunes also. And uh, if it's you want to... competitor. <laughs> uh, we got the same market corner. <laughs> <laughs> Do not listen to this podcast. Uh, and then if you want to ever see it live, we're in Louisville, Denver, LA, and Chicago. Ooh, wow. interesting. So... I don't know, Google it, I guess. Uh, <laughs> Message me on Facebook. I'll tell you where to go. Get in there. Come see me and Tommy live at Limestone. That is, uh, I believe, May Friday 30th. Friday 6-1, I thought. Oh, 6-1. Friday 6-1. Yes, you're right. Uh, which is uh, how tall we both are. So that's yep. good. <laughs> but yeah, we'll both be in the Thursday before. Yeah. So come to Limestone. Yeah. Uh, come see our live show at Caroline's. I believe it's July 14th. June 14th. June 14th. Yes. And come see Late Late Breakfast this weekend. They're bringing out. That is right. The Creek in the K. Yeah. Get there too. I wish you were there for this one. Oh, but me too, man. Yeah. All right. You got to get out of here. Uh, yeah. Guys, keep it crispy. Rate and review if you like the show. Patreon.com slash standby your band. And Jesse uh, from the tweet, if you're listening. Eight four seven four zero four three two zero three, and Jesse's girl eight six seven five three zero nine. Goodbye.